Guys, welcome to Better Bachelor. This is Joker with a face for radio and a voice for print. Tonight we're going to talk about uh, a couple of chumps. They got played. They got played and they got played for basically for money. And, you know, we talk about this all the time that one of the biggest attractors for women to men is their ability to provide and uh, income and money. I mean, that, that's really what it boils down to. I mean, you look at someone like Hugh Hefner, who had at one time seven girlfriends, like I've mentioned in another video, and all of them were like between 23 and 30 years old, and they were all models and, and you know, uh, Playboy playmates. And so when you look at that, uh, and then you look at Hugh, who was like at the time, like in his 80s, I think, or seven, at least late 70s, not a bad looking guy for his 70s, but what was it that drew them to him? And it was, of course, status, prestige, money. So the equivalent of that for a man is a woman's good looks. Uh, we're very drawn to attractive women, and her job necessarily isn't that important, um, at least to some guys, um, because mainly we know that we traditionally at least have are the kind of the providers for the family. So youth and beauty is on the women's side, and for men, of course, it's, it's status and income. Now, would women prefer a tall, attractive man? Yes. Uh, but given the two, she would date or marry the wealthy, um, I guess you'd say socially um, powerful man, and she'd fool around with the attractive guy on the side versus marrying the attractive guy and fooling around with the guy, right, the wealthy guy on the side because she wants the benefits of what he's able to provide. Uh, and that's where we talk about the, um, the, the beta bucks and the alpha, right? Okay. So here, here uh, I'm, I'll jump into the story here before we go too long. And you'll see here I've got from uh, Lad Bible. Bride changes mind on groom she's just met after learning he's a millionaire. Shocking, right? Now you look at the picture of her. She is a smoke show. She's very pretty. A lot of makeup, obviously. But you can even tell in this dress, like, she's got a good figure. This is something that a lot of guys would look at and go, yeah, she's pretty. And I'll show you in the video below. Again, she's got a lot of makeup caked on, but I think you would say she's pretty without it, guessing. It says here, a bride on the Australian version of Married at First Sight decided her match wasn't for her, only to seemingly change her mind after finding out he's a millionaire. So now this, this guy, uh, he looks a little slightly nerdy, but good-looking guy. I mean, it looks like he's wearing a gold Rolex, which, you know, is a $50,000 watch. Um, maybe she doesn't notice that or not. But it says here uh, in the show, which ex uh, experts in several fields match strangers based on a series of lifestyle factors. A bride called Stacy Hampton. Ooh, she's a Stacy. Another shocker. Was matched with a friendly chap called Michael Goonan. The only thing is, Stacy didn't seem particularly bowled over by the bloke she'd just been set up with and appeared to spend a large portion of the day ignoring him. The 26-year-old law grad student said, he's not ugly, I don't think he's ugly, but he's not normally what I go for, which would be like super tall, dark, handsome, probably driving a sports car, right? She hadn't looked too happy uh, when she met Michael at, at the altar for the first time, sighing and saying, at least it's a nice day. Great picture of her. As you read the vows, now I guess I don't know anything about this show, but apparently they get married like right away with upon just meeting. Um, I don't know. I don't know anything about the show, uh, but um, 
It says, as he read his vows, she muttered, Oh God, under her breath, before more drama ensued, when the photographer tried to get snaps of the happy couple after the ceremony. Telling Telling Michael to get off her dress, she said, Whoa, we are not going to stand that close. Trust me. As, and the day went on. The frosty behavior continued as Stacy essentially ignored her new husband. Michael, a 28-year-old businessman, asked Stacy about her two sons, Costa and Cruz. Yeah, they're cute, she said. Michael told her that, as it happens, he also has a son, which you'd expect the moment bonding would begin and conversation might flow, but Stacy barely indulged him and just said, Oh, that's good. Basically, it looked like Stacy wasn't having any of it. However, something changed when... When her bridesmaid Carla told her she'd been she'd given Michael a quick Google and found out he's the director of Adelaide Ice, a family business that also just happens to be South Australia's largest ice manufacturing and packing company. Suddenly, Stacy seemed to change her tune. That shows me that they've got a lot of drive if they're in business, she said. Maybe I judged him too quickly. Yes, he's got a lot of drive, as in driving those dollar bills into your pocket. Inviting Michael for a quick walk outside after Carla's bombshell shell, Stacy told him, I'm not actually this rude. I was so tired. I had no energy. Kissing him on the limp, she added, you're such a simp. No, that's not really what she said. She said, I want to get to know you. This guy, though, he obviously doesn't have any game whatsoever, or he would have just blown her off. I think there's some video here. Let me see. Yeah, here's the video. Let's, let's play this real quick. What's your what's your uh, what's your child's name? Children's name? Like she wants nothing to do. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, wow! Like she's the most standoffish bird I've ever met. This chick is like Trump. She's building walls all over the country. You know what I mean? So I was going to let you enjoy your good meal. Doesn't call her out on it. Nothing. Just puts up with it. So, 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 so weak. She is going to bowl him over if they end up actually hanging out. Uh, so they continue on. Now it should be noted that the power of TV and film editing can be strong, and sometimes scenes are exaggerated or the timeline is altered for dramatic effect. But many fans couldn't help but think it was slightly sus that Stacy changed her tune after being so unconvinced about Michael before finding out about his wealth. One person tweeted, Stacy finds out he's got money and business and sour something to sparking money uh, uh, oh and she's a sour bee to sparking sparkling money eyes in seconds another said wow stacy changed her mind as soon as money was mentioned third joke stacy i'm so sorry i was rude i just was tired and feeling sick and i didn't know you were rich so the reason why i wanted to talk about this story and i've got one more to get to is that too many times men when you're in a situation, she's she is an attractive woman. Um, yes, she has two kids. Yes, there's plenty of other red flags. But just on the visual appearance, which seems to be he's a weak-minded, not strong personality individual, she can she she's going to push him right through. And the minute she she dismisses him all day, the minute she finds money, she's going to say, "All right, let's go for this and, and let's make something happen." What he doesn't understand and what she he should already know is that when you have that kind of resources, okay, she's looking at him now. It's almost like, uh, what would be a good way to explain this? Imagine a woman looks frumpy. She's got the glasses, buck teeth, not very good looking, hair's all messed up, big, thick unibrow, eye, uh, unibrow eyebrow. Her clothes, likely she's in a potato sack. 
This is one of those after-school specials or movies that you see on TV, and she's just not attractive at all, and guys pay her no mind. But all of a sudden, she fixes herself up, she changes her clothes, turns out she is a 10 in hiding, and all of a sudden, all the men are paying attention to her. Now, you can say, huh. you can say, is that fair? And you might say, well, no, because guys are just going after her for her looks, and they didn't get to know her, but if they'd gotten to know her, they'd notice this wonderful woman underneath. Well, what he just did was he went from the burlap bag and the unibrow and the no makeup and looking horrible, just like that, he looks beautiful because that's how women view men. Now, we can say fair and unfair, but it is what it is. Now, the problem with this is that he will, he's going to be, if, if he does get married to her, he gets her and two kids. So instantly, she's going to be getting a resources for her family. He's got a kid as it is. So he goes from a single dad to now all of a sudden he's taking care of four people. And I have a feeling that Stacy at least looks to me like the type that would have no problems helping him spend his money on their new family. When the resources dry up, she will move on. Or if she gets bored with him and is just using him as a resource, she will have her fun on the side as well. I have no doubts that were she to go out looking for a fun evening, uh, that picture doesn't do her justice. But if she were to go out and have a fun evening, she would be more than easily capable of finding a partner from the gym or from yoga class or something like that. The other one we have here is this one. Pamela Anderson's bickering with John Peters might last longer than their marriage. Now, let's talk about this one. So Pamela Anderson, I think, is in her 50s, and John Peters is, I want to say, late 60s or 70s. So um, I'm going to read through this, and then we're going to talk about it. But they were, I guess, dating for just a very short period of time, and Pamela Anderson asked him to marry her. Then, after they were married for, I think, 12 days, she said, I need to think about this and bail. They hadn't even signed the marriage certificate. I believe it was ceremony only, so technically they're not married. I think that's what I've read. We'll go through this and find out. It says here, John Peters is having none of what has been said in recent reports about a short-lived, not-quite-official marriage to Pamela Anderson. The movie producer has fired back, saying that their union went belly up after he paid off her six-figure debts. I dropped everything for Pam, he told the New York Post's page six in an email Monday. She had almost 200000 in bills and no way to pay it. So I paid it, and this is the thanks I get. There's no fool like an old fool. Peter said everything that a source or sources told the paper over the weekend was a lie, even the part about him proposing. She's the one who did that, he said. These claims are not only entirely fabricated, they are ludicrous, a representative for Anderson told the Times on Tuesday. Despite Mr. Peters' scurrilous and ongoing efforts to elicit a response from Ms. Anderson, she has no comment to provide and hopes he is well. Anderson and Peters had a wedding on Martin Luther King's Day and then announced their split 12 days later, saying they were still friends. Their marriage license was never formalized, which made the breakup legally simple. Done, right? Well, he at least can't get whacked for any money. Any more money, that is, than he already did. But he's already got fleeced for two hundred grand. So basically all she had to do is probably uh, uh, have, a, have a nice wedding. A nice, she gets to play dress-up for a couple of days. She probably gets a two-week honeymoon. She gets two hundred grand paid off. Maybe fool around with him a couple times. And just like that, I'm done. She, she uh, she's yeets out of there. But then a source close to the actress, 52, told Us Weekly, Weekly on Friday that the 74-year-old A Star is Born producer developed marriage remorse shortly after their ceremony. 
At 74, I need a simple, quiet life and not an international love affair, Peters reportedly said in a text sent to the actress activist before news of their split went public, according to you, to us. Therefore, I think the best thing we can do is going to go away for a couple of days and maybe you need to go back up to Canada. The world knows we did it and now I think we need to go our own separate ways. I hope that you can forgive me. The story also suggested that Peters loved his sizable fortune wasn't willing to risk it for the former Baywatch star whom he's known for 30 years. So if he has a sizable fortune, at least maybe 200 grand to him is like two grand or 200 bucks to us. Maybe he's like, oh, I got played. I had a good time out of it. I got a little action. I got played and I, I don't think I want to risk any more on this gamble. I don't know. Then on Saturday, a source close to Anderson, unclear if it was the same source, told Page Six that the actress was the one with the remorse. She was homesick for her ranch in British Columbia and had married Peters only because he had a lot of money and was going to give me 200 grand. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I read that wrong. Only because she was very open immediately after returning from a month-long uh, cleanse in uh, Ayurvedic cleanse in India, and he treated her like a princess, and he gave me 200 grand. Again, I'm just throwing that part in. Also, the source said it was important to Pamela that she stay independent, financially speaking. It's, 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 it's important I stay independent, financially speaking, after I take 200 grand of your money and pay off my debts. Right. But John is uh, controlling as he is creative, and he didn't respond well to her autonomy. Well, of course he's going to be controlling. It's his money. You don't just get to say, I do, and then hold out your hand for, for your allowance. It doesn't, well... To some people, it may work like that, but apparently not to him. The truth of what happened during what was almost the fifth marriage for both parties likely lies somewhere in the middle. I'd say he dodged a bullet. It, it was a very expensive bullet. Maybe to him, it wasn't much money. But So what's my, my point with these couple of things? Is The whole thing is that, number one, all right, it doesn't... You'd think this guy's been married five times. You'd think the other guy who has a couple of bucks together, they, you'd think they'd realize the nature of women. Now again, this is not I'm not being hard on women. It, you know, part of my channel is not to to hate on women or hate on any particular thing. It's to understand. And to understand that to a woman, a man's again, a man's value is going to be his resources, his power. Yes, looks are important as well, and yes, being tall, dark and handsome as well. But given the choice between tall, dark and handsome and Mr. Moneybags, they will marry and be provided by Mr. Moneybags. And they will go have their fun with Mr. Playboy. These guys both should have known that. Now, the same thing could be said for a guy. If we were going to reverse the roles and say, what would a guy be like in this situation? A guy would probably be like, she's an amazing mother. Um, she loves to take care of the home. She cooks for me, cooks amazing meals. She's sweet. She's kind. My family loves her. Um, she's a wonderful mother. Uh, she holds our family. She's the glue of the family. But over there is a supermodel that really wants to do me twice a week, okay? And that's where a guy would say, I want to marry this one. And the other one may be crazy, and she may be uh, off the wall, but she's on that crazy hot scale. She might be a 10-10, which is super fun, great to go out with, party with, you know, fool around with, and then he wants to go back to the normal life. So guys could do this too, theoretically, in the same way, except it's kind of reversed a bit. So we all have our desires, but the, the trick of it is, is to know that when you have this kind of money and you have this kind of value, okay, you're going to be attracting 
both bad and good people. Probably mostly bad. It's the same thing when a woman is exceptionally attractive. She's going to get attention from both good men and exceptionally bad men. You're just going to get attention when you have something that the other person desires. So I thought I'd put this out there that if any of you young men say, hey, I want to date. I want to get out there, but I'm only 22 or I'm only 23 and I'm not having any luck, but someday I would like to have a family or someday I'd like to date, even if it's just casually. How do I make myself appeal to women? Well, finances to a man are like being super beautiful for a woman, okay? Now you have to be careful because you will be take just like a woman will be taken advantage of for her looks, a man can be taken advantage of for his finances. How do you protect yourself? Well, if you are very financially secure and you're very comfortable like this guy, for example, a date going out in the town and having a 2 or 300 dollar dinner, um you might do that all the time. That may be your that might be my $5, $10. I might be pulling into I don't know a fast food joint for seven bucks and you could go out to dinner and have a $700 and it's the same percentage of our income. I don't know. But if you are along those lines, women will see that and they will find you attractive for it and they will go out and go on dates with you and you can have your enjoyment and your fun. Um, But understand that women will also try to trap you, try to, uh, oh yeah, I'm on, uh, I'm on, uh, I'm on meds. Uh, I can't get preggers. And all of a sudden you're in the baby trap, right? So you got to watch out for that. And they will try to take advantage of you. You just can't let them. Both these guys learned the hard way that no matter how smart, no matter how much money you have, how much age, five divorces, whatever, you're never too old to get sucked into the trap for a beautiful woman. And in the case of Pamela Anderson, you may not say to you she's beautiful, but a 50-year-old, if he's, what do they say, 70-something, 76, 7, I don't remember, but it was 70-something. Um, you know, she's, he's 74 and she's what, 52, man, that's a 22 year difference. He's still dating well below his range. So get sucked in. And so you get young guys that want to get into the game someday and, and, and have a lot of action and, and be popular with the girls. Don't worry about the girls, worry about your income, worry about your finances. And then later on, you may decide, you know what? I'm not so into the girls, but you'll still have your finances and you can retire comfortably, travel around the world buy lots of cool things that you like. So just be smart out there because they'll take advantage of it. Um, Guys, if you want to support my work, links are below. The best way you can support me is by liking, commenting, and sharing. Of course, I always like to hear what you guys have to say. And you can go back and watch some of my older videos. Some of them are getting uh, monetized now and all of it is relevant and the same content like you watch here. So going, watching an old one and and, uh, going to get a Coke while a commercial plays or something is more more than great to help me out. Guys, I'll leave it there. This is Better Bachelor. I am Joker. And remember, no matter how old you are and no matter how much money you have, someone will still take advantage of you and pull the wool over your eyes if you're not careful. Mm-hmm.